welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook Podcast. My name is BJ. I'm with my man, Jay. Jay, how you doing? Very excited, my friend. Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, I'm going to start off with our poll that we had going on Instagram. So if you're not following us, I want to start off with that poll because if you're not following us on Instagram. <laughs> it's at Unscripted PB. Um, and we had a poll going. Uh, Jay, I'm going to hand it over to you because I know I know you have some explaining to you. And no, maybe- go ahead. you know what? You know what, Beach? Go ahead. Give the results and then I'll, <laughs> I'll lead into my. So what I've decided to do this week is I'm going to give my first topic slot, which I get three of. I'm going to dedicate one of them to responding to this poll. So please go ahead. Maybe sure. give me the results and I'll yeah. uh, I'll jump in. Yeah. So it wasn't even close. Like mm-hmm. I predicted. Okay. Uh, it was 71 in favor for saying that kicking, which is field goal kicking is very, very, very hard. And 71% of the people said it was. They agreed with me and said it was. Unfortunately, the other 29, you need to watch more sports, maybe more football, <laughs> and we can be on the same page. But Jay, Jay, go ahead. I want I want your reaction to it because you were one of those 29% of people that were stupid and said kicking was easy. It is for sure the easiest position, Okay. Now, what skill do you need to be a field goal kicker? You need to be able to kick a ball. What skill do you need to be a quarterback? Beach, what are they? You need the ability to throw, the ability to memorize plays, the ability to have timing, the ability to run, the ability to, the ability to make quick decisions, the ability to audible. Is there more? The ability to learn an entire playbook? That's just one position. Wide receiver, what do you have to do? Obviously, quarterback's the hardest. Wide receiver, you have to be able to run. You have to be able to deke. You have to be able to catch. You have to be able to, uh, what, get yards after the catch. Running back, what do you have to do? I'm, gonna keep, I'm not going to keep going. You know what I'm getting at. What do you do in field goal kicking? You walk onto the field. Maybe you'll run. You might run, sorry. Then you will stand by the ball. You will take two steps backwards, and you will take two steps to the left because most kickers are righties. Then you will take two steps forward and you will kick. Yeah, it's hard to get it straight, but you do have a margin of error. Okay, okay. so so you I have, have, I have hold, a on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. Okay, sorry, you know, I'll let you know, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Okay, so if it's so easy, mm-hmm. why do they miss so often? Why do receivers drop a ball? Why yeah, do quarterbacks but, overthrow? No, no, no. There's more missed field goals, which is a pivotal pivotal point of the game it's three points it's three points and how many games can you remember where it's cost a team a game yeah because the amount of catches didn't add up to the amount of touchdowns they needed like the okay, fact that you're putting but, all but, the pressure on one guy for one act when it's for the game absolutely it's rare that you look you you go back in nfl history and you're like oh my god that drop cost the team the game you can go back to thousands of game, mm-hmm. thousands, of, sorry, thousands of games and see where a kicker missed a field goal and it cost a team the game or missed five field goals and cost a team the game. So that's because that's the only play that you remember. Like, is it not the team's fault for putting the kicker in a situation where his kick is what wins in the game? Why not score five touchdowns and let your other, let the opponent score three? Maybe the defense was just really good and you needed to rely on field goals. 
There's, so you're saying, there's there's a lot of factors that go into winning a football game. I'm not gonna I'm not saying it's just field goal kicking. I'm just saying it is definitely harder than people think. That's what I think. I okay, it's harder than people think, especially if you're not a kicker. If you're an actual kicker, it's very easy. The then only why do factor const- constantly lose jobs, and why are teams because they're scrambling to find they, kickers because they're they they scram they're scrambling because they just want a different one. They, they're mm. so replaceable beach. There's a reason why, Oh, Antonio Brown's not like, let's say it's 2000. Let's give a new receiver. Um, who's the best receiver right now. Let's say Michael Thomas. Oh, he's not he's having a bad game. Let's get rid of him. Why don't they? Because it's impossible to find another one. Another Michael Thomas. Kicking, oh, let's get rid of him because there's a hundred others. Also beach. It's, who gets paid the least on an NFL team? I, I don't know. I actually it's don't a know. kicker. I obviously, it, brought, really? I obviously didn't say that because I made sure to check. <laughs> um, quarterbacks average 16 ish million. Right. Wide receivers, 12. Running backs, 10. Tight ends, 7. Linebackers, 11. Uh, defensive ends, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Kickers, 3. Hmm. Now, that's telling you something. What does it tell you? 3 million, least amount of money, least amount of work, least amount of importance to an actual team. They have one important moment during the game, sure. But receivers have 10 to 12 important moments every time they get the ball thrown to them. When a receiver drops a ball, eh, okay, he'll get the next one. Mm-hmm. But a kicker has to make it every single time. So it's different. So anyway, the salary, okay, so, there's a reason why it's low salary. So pretty much what I'm hearing, like, okay, you know what? You, you've got me a little bit. Like, you've got me... I, I understand where you're coming from. I still think we're going to clip that. We're going to clip that no, no, and loop it. No, no. We're going to loop that. Actually, did you get the? I still think you're stupid part. I still think you're <laughs> stupid. Fine. I, I'll take stupidity <laughs> and being right. That's fine. But I understand the way you're thinking. But they are they are held to a very high standards. You're right because if they go three for four in a game, it's like ooh, that's that's like iffy. You're right. I hear what you're saying, and they are replaceable because they you can go out and get one on the street, but. That guy on the street's probably going to get cut in a couple of weeks. You got me thinking about this. You know what? Leave this with me until next week. And uh, I think we still got to follow up on this. Wow. I would have thought that this would have such longevity Fucking as a topic. Kickers. Yeah. So Jesus. the average the average in 2019 was 81.6% field goal percentage. Okay. Uh, and then it usually is between, it looks like it's between 81 and 84. I think so all you have more, to do. Sorry, go ahead. You have to make it. You have to make between eight and 10. You have to make between. Roughly eight out of your 10 field goals. You have to kick 80%. Right. And dude, I can tell you right now, that's not that fucking hard. If, if <laughs> listen, the average field goal is also not a game winning field goal. Right. I'm saying it's the second quarter, it's seven all, and you have to kick a 40 yard field goal. If you're a professional NFL kicker, that's fucking easy. I can assure you. Yeah, it's hard when it's this, you know, let's say the NFC Crowd championships. Noise, it's yeah. cold, it's fucking like, you know, Green Bay wind or, or you know, sorry, Heinz Field wind, Green Bay cold, like. But uh, I'll take that. I'll take that one. How many kicks do they have like that a year? Maybe three or four, maybe, where they have to go through that pressure. The other fifth, what, 25, 30 field goals they have to kick during the year, maybe less. Those are fucking easy. Think about a receiver. Every route he runs is tough. So anyway, th- sit and think on it. Think about it because. It's tough. Listen, if I had to pick a a gig in the NFL, I'll take three and a half mil to kick field goals because I'm allowed to miss two out of 10. And I'm going to chalk those two misses up to heavy crowd noise, high pressure, whatever, whatever. Yeah, those are what they want you for. They will cut you if you miss those high pressures. 
but that's really the only thing you have to practice. Kicking a 30, 40, even 50 yard field goal with no pressure is easy. The only thing they have to work on in practice is difficult situations. That's it. Whereas running, throwing, cornerback, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, like that's fucking nonstop all game. So I've said my piece. I'm glad you're holder? seeing it. What about holder? Is that easier? I think holder is backup quarterback. Um, in some ways, yes. Yeah. Usually it's the backup QB who does that because they have good hands, right? Let's be honest. The backup QB, unless there's an injury, <laughs> does nothing. <laughs> yeah. And technically, if you want to call that a position, I guess that's easier, but I don't consider that a position. I consider that a quarterback because he's only long, he's snapper. only long snapper. Easier than field goal kicker? Mm-hmm. Is long snapper, is that his only job or does he not play anywhere else? Doesn't do anything else. He snaps on field goals, snaps on punts. Hmm. That's a t- that's a tough one. That could be easier because if you overthrow over the punter's head, who cares? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's who cares, but you can do one of those a year. You're not going to get <laughs> not going to lose your job. Year. You can get away with one of those a year for sure. I, I would give that one the best. Compa- the best um, that would be my best contender is long snapper. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Is that really their only job, though? I thought That's maybe it. they put them somewhere else. No. And you can't even touch them. I don't know if you know this. It's a, There's a rule where you can't, like, you literally cannot cover the snapper. And if you make contact with them, it's a 15-yard penalty. Cool topic, man. I'm glad you went with me on that one. Okay. No, I didn't go with you. I need I'm to, glad I've switched to I'm glad I switched <laughs> I got to think this over. So, let, listen, let's summarize what happened here. You said 71% of people... Mm-hmm. did not agree with me yes. because they did not feel that field goal kicking was the easiest job on right. the NFL which squad, it which it isn't, which I think it is. I think it is still over long snapper and holder backup quarterback. Interesting. No backup quarterback is not holding is not a position. Holder does something else. Holder is a backup QB. Usually I don't this think they pay someone just to hold balls. What? Literally the, the backup quarterback right here. That's an upside down CD case. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Okay. Take into account this is an audio podcast and no one knows what you're doing. Right. right now. I'm signaling. <laughs> okay. I'm holding a, a, a Halloween Halloween Town <laughs> DVD. I'm married to a child. I just want to point that out. I'm married to a child. I was curious what that is. What is that? That's a DVD of it's a movie called Halloween Land. Halloween Town. <laughs> Calabar's Revenge. I've never heard of that. Yeah, and there's Halloween Town too, so it's actually a double feature. Mm. If you can see that, yeah, cool. So I, I'm so people are like, "Why don't you have kids?" It's because I'm married. I'm married to a child. Have you watched that? Can I ask you something? Have you ever watched that DVD? I've never seen this one, but she she has a tradition where she watches this like every Halloween. I think it plays in the background while while I do other things, but so she yeah. goes to the basement and she just sits there and watches a Halloween, no, no, the same Halloween movie every year. Oh. It's upstairs. It's upstairs. Okay. We usually watch like a bunch of different Halloween movies. I think that's been on in the background. I'm not 100%. Usually sure. Halloween is associated with like horror movies. Yeah, she hates horror movies. Like I said, I'm 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 I love her, but I'm married to a child. Can you tell me what the synopsis is of that Halloween Town DVD? I have no idea. I, I Does it not say on the back? You want me to go through it for you? Just the first line. I'm curious what kind of hype it has. Join Marnie and her grandmother <laughs> Aggie as they stir up a cauldron okay. of full <laughs> a cauldron full of comedy and adventure in two Disney Channel classics. 
On her 13th birthday, Marnie learns she's a witch, discovers a secret portal, and is transported to Halloween Town. Mm. Mag- Do you want to know what Halloween Town is, Jay? Yes. A magical place where ghosts and ghouls, witches and werewolves. Let me guess. Are they happy? In the human world. Yeah. And they're happy, right? They look very happy. Yeah. But she shoots. Listen to this. But she she, she soon <laughs> finds herself battling wicked warlocks, evil curses, and endless surprises. I'm hooked. Double feature. Can you, how much? <laughs> how much? How much would that cost? I'm going to look that up after and see if I can buy it. Okay. Sure. Sounds For my good. actual children. Is anyone still listening? Anyway, mm, I just see a dial tone. <laughs> oh wait, that's my audacity because I never turned it on. <laughs> Jay, while we go with the first topic, go ahead, man. No, I did my first topic. It was the field goal kickers. Now you get to go. That is not. That was dedicated as one. Man, that topics? that ate up ten minutes. Oh my god. Okay, I guess we'll keep going. All right. Um, I want to talk about the NCAA tournament coming up this this week, starting Thursday. So I don't know if you've heard, Jay, but Basically, the rule is one positive test. Gone. Gone. See you later. Pack your bags. You're going Hold on, though. Hold on, Beach. I think that already mm. applied to the to these uh, qualifiers because Duke's it out. It applied to the conference championships game. Uh, sorry, conference championship tournament. Um, and Duke's only way there. Duke can only get in if they won that tournament. So, yeah, they're not going to the March Madness. They're done. They're finished. Uh, someone else. Another high. I think is Kentucky also confirmed out. Kentucky's out. Yep. That's weird. I don't think it's the first time ever that Duke and Kentucky are not going to be in March Since Madness. like 1968 or something stupid. Since like the that. year Halloween Town was filmed. <laughs> correct. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, what? Who else is not in there? That's a big, big factor. So those are pretty much the two big, big, like big schools that are not in there. Um, Kansas has some COVID issues. So they're they're questionable right now. So I understood that. Have a break. Oh, How right. long? I think this. I think the NC. I think the bracket starts on Thursday. I want to say the the qualifying playing games. Yeah, playing games are games. Thursday. Okay, yeah. so if you tested positive on your team, let's say five days ago, you can't play in the tournament at all. There, <laughs> I've heard some teams have tested positive, are right. kicked out of the tournament, but they might be able to sneak into March Madness. They might somehow. be able to go with the players that are available. Because what they're saying is it's not constituted as an outbreak. So the players that aren't aren't infected can play. So if, if you can roster a team with eight, you're good to go. But here's the kicker. Are you ready for this? No. Okay, here we go. So <laughs> let's say today, right now, player test positive on one of those teams in the tournament. That team is gone. You're talking about March Madness or the March current? Madness. March okay. Madness. Starting okay. Thursday. Team is gone. Okay. The next team that was supposed to get in takes their spot. Doesn't matter if it's a one seed or a 16 seed. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Second kicker during the tournament. So starting, they have to have 40 hours notice. So that's pretty much tomorrow. There has to be no COVID test tomorrow. After that, so let's say Wednesday, team test positive. They're gone. Team they're supposed to play against, advanced automatically. See, all that would, that, I'm cool with this because all that does is make you extra diligent to not fucking do something stupid to get COVID. Right. Yeah, I like these kickers, man. I have no, I have no issue with those. I mean, it's a bit gimmicky compared to the normal years, but right. listen, as fans, all I want to see is games. I want to see games. If they're unfair, if one of the rounds is unfair, fine. Because you see a one seed rolling, 
all of a sudden the 16 seed jumps in where it's not supposed to be. It could be entertaining to see if they actually stand a chance. And then when the second half comes and it's, you know, 49 to 12, then you're like, okay, this was a stupid idea, but at least make them do something. Don't let them have a walkthrough. Yeah, there'll be walkthroughs. And so I wonder if there's going to be a team that just walks straight through to like the national semifinals. <laughs> COVID, Listen, COVID, they, COVID, uh, boom. National. How many teams in these, in the championships that have happened? I've only heard of maybe three or four teams that have tested positive or maybe only three or four teams that were big enough for me to find out about. But I we still might, think they're doing a decent job. They are doing a decent job and it'll be easier once the teams are there because they are doing a bubble and it's being played on um, in one area. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. But going into that bubble, that's the thing. Like the bubble was super successful in the NBA last year for the playoffs and the NHL. Yeah, It's getting one case in the bubble. That's when you're in serious trouble. So I don't know what they're doing to prevent people from, well, I think that's what this whole goal is. If you, are in a championship and you test positive, you are not welcome because we do not want positive cases exactly. in the bubble, right? And they got bracelet, they got the whole bracelets thing going on. So they're they're doing their due diligence for sure. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I mean, it's again not going to be like other years, but listen, I have two televisions in my basement for this is one of the reasons I got two. Because I can't weird not that Duke's stop. Not in it. It's weird. It's like they weren't that great this year anyway, Beach, were they? No, they were terrible. They're an awful, they were awful this year, but it's just weird. It's like Okay, so like it's like the okay, I hate saying this because I hate them, but it's like the Dallas Cowboys. The playoffs are better when the Dallas Cowboys make it. We hate them, you hate them, I know you do. I don't even have to ask you, I know that. But the playoffs aren't the same without the minute. It's just how it is. So you think Duke is a hated is that hated across oh, yeah. the US? Oh yes, yes. Everyone hates Duke. I never knew that. I never got that vibe. I oh. actually I don't really have a college that I dislike. Yeah. But I'm Canadian, right? Like it's different. I'm Canadians don't have that same craziness as over there. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees fan. But the Yankees in the playoffs is what it's all about. People love seeing the Yankees in the playoffs, mostly because they want to see them lose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the Yankees losing, but I see what you're saying. Actually, I do like seeing them lose. You're right. Right. It's like seeing LeBron lose. I want LeBron to make it all the way to the finals (laughs) and then lose 4-0. (laughs) <laughs> or no, I'd rather he get swept. Right. You, yeah. you'd rather he get swept? Yeah. Swept. Swept, yeah. Which will never happen. Oh, maybe. You never know. If his best player on his team, Davis, is hurt, different story. Lakers are human. Uh, but yeah, we should make a wager. I mean, I didn't uh I don't know much about this upcoming tournament, but like I haven't seen the bracket yet. I think it comes out tomorrow. The bracket's already out. Oh, it is, okay. Yeah, you're a little bit late. Um yep. came out Sunday night. It's okay. You got two kids. It's all good. Still, it's only um, been 24 hours. Give me, give me some chance here. I'll give you some, I'll, I'll cut you some slack. But um, yeah, we could definitely, we should get a pool going. Um, if anyone gets a perfect bracket this year, man. I, well, I Warren agree. Buffett, is he still offering, what is it, a million dollars for anyone who scores a perfect you bracket? He, he ups it to like 30 million because nobody is going to get a perfect bracket this year. Nobody. This is this adding interest to you? This whole who knows what's going to happen to these teams? Who's going to test positive, or does it annoy it's, you? No, it's kind of interesting. Like I'll be pissed if North Carolina gets knocked out, but I mean, no, it's it's this is what it is, you know. And I think it's you like you said this will say a lot about your team on how they how disciplined they are if they're going to actually follow the protocols and not be idiots and make this a priority not be selfish and and put yourself 
before your team. I think it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to this. Me too. Uh, starts Thursday with the planes, which are always, you know, just entertaining. How many are there? How many planes are there? Just the two, right? I, th- I thought there was only two. Usually one on each side of the bracket, I think. I was chirping you and now I don't know. Yeah, nice. How's your bracket looking? Yeah, I, I think you forgot to select the playing games. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't I'm filling it out. I'm waiting till all the COVID tests have passed and I'm filling it out Wednesday night. So I'll have my bracket. Maybe if we do another episode on Thursday. Are you doing a bracket? Like you have you actually, are you in one with yeah. anybody else? Me, me at Nat, work? Me, not, no, not at work. Me, not, and her mom do one. Um, I've, so I, you just take money from your wife and your no. mother-in-law? We, yeah, no, we buy dinner for the group. Whoever, whoever, uh, the two who loses have to buy dinner for the winner. Um, and basically I have won. We've been doing it for about four years. The first year was a disaster. They just picked a whole bunch of like, areas they found found beautiful they're like oh florida i've been to did florida. you give them the seed like did, did they know what seed they did not pay attention so the second year they did much better <laughs> um i think nat's mom won the second year i won the third and fourth year nat has yet to win so it'll be interesting it's complete bullshit right we all know that if you win it oh yeah it doesn't mean you're better at basketball because it seems like the less you know the better you do in a bracket so long as you don't pick straight 12s usually have a decent chance but this year, you're right. Massive wild card. I should do one. Can I, I get in on that? Can I get in on your family? Absolutely not. Um, okay. But no, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm sure. No, I'm good. No, thanks. No, yeah, thank we, you. We don't want you anyways. Um, here's the thing, though. People don't realize this. And there are a lot of bad Division One basketball teams. <laughs> I yeah, I noticed that. I noticed okay. that. I was There's watching some of these tournaments and I was like, teams. first of all, I don't know who you are. I don't, I've never heard of this college before. And the games are just really, there's a lot of misses, a lot of misses. They, they hear division one and they're like, oh my God, like they have to be so good. No, there are a lot. I'm going to tell a quick story. Okay. Okay. I'll go on mute. My first year at Carlton, we went down and we played two games. First game was against the Big East champion from the year before Boston college. Second game was against St. Mike's junior college, which was a division three basketball team. Division three, you hear that and you're like, not very good. Not very good. So we play Boston College. We lose by seven on their home court. Pretty packed house, pretty good team. Lost by seven. The next night, we went in and played St. Mike's Junior College. I think till this very day, that is the worst defeat I have ever suffered. Because they were shit or because they were way better than what you thought? (laughs) They were way better than Boston College. And they were way better than us. They beat us by about 35, 40 points. But you're on a back-to-back. Is there a factor there where you didn't play as no, well? We always played. We always played back-to-backs. Always. They so, played a back-to-back too. Are they in a different region? Like they're Div 3 in the same region? They're Division 3. So it's a lot of it's based off, um, first off, they're junior college. They're not, they're not a division. They're not a university. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's usually based off capacity and the amount of students that you have going to school as well. So we do any of those kids, does any of those kids on those, um, like secret div three teams ever make it to the NBA draft? I think the issue is academics for those kids. And therefore they weren't able to get into some division one or some division two schools. So they went to St. Mike's junior college. Has anyone from a school like that made the NBA? Probably. eh? I would imagine there have been a few for sure. Because they're talented, they're 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 unreal. I I man, I will never forget how fast and athletic that team was. And they were just good. They were very good. Like it wasn't that they were just 
you know, like street ballers, like they were good. They executed, they did like, they were good. They kicked our ass. That was one of those moments we talked about in an earlier podcast. I think you and I talked about it when you think you're good at a sport and then you play someone who's (laughs) actually good. Yeah. And you realize you're very bad at that sport, (laughs) like playing golf. I mean, I, that's my worst sport by far, but just when you think you're starting to pick it up and you're shooting high eighties, low nineties and you say, okay, you know what? I'm not that bad. Play with a scratch golfer once and you will no longer be motivated to play golf. At least I wasn't (laughs) because there's just no point. I'll never get anywhere close to that skill. So you lose a lot of, you know, lose, lose a lot of motivation, but maybe different for you because you're still learning and you, you know, you can try to get there. I know I've been doing it long enough. I know I'm not going to get there. So it's very disheartening. So for you in summary, what I'm saying is when you played that, you should have quit basketball. Oh, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That probably Sorry, I, I didn't really get to the point of my story, but that's I definitely what I meant to pondered say. it. I definitely pondered it. That was one moment where I was like, e. <laughs> I thought it was I, good. I remember, I, I think someone told okay. us they had Luke Richardson show up at their practice one day mm. after he retired. Tom McDonald. That was Tom McDonald. Was it? Yeah. And I think he said, you know what? We went up against him. He was in his mid forties, well retired. And we're like, ah, we could, we're fresh in our prime. This guy's good, but not anymore. He was barely skating <laughs> and blowing by them. And they all tried to get by him and no one on the team could. All he does is I remember he did a visual. He lifted up his stick parallel to the ice, a little flick of his stick on the glove. And <laughs> Tom said his gloves would fall off. His stick would fall out of his hand. And he no longer had the ability to use his arms. Yeah. And Luke Richardson is like texting with one hand, lifting up his <laughs> stick. That's another moment where you think, okay, you know what? Just when you thought it's, it's just when you thought you're really amazing and like, oh, maybe I should have done this professionally. No. No, no. <laughs> there's way better people out there. Okay. I'll go to mine now beach. Yes, please. Um, are you pro or against the concept of the super team? My pro <laughs> I'm against nice. Okay. I'm against, um, I'm, I like to see guys figure it out and, um, actually try to figure out and not i mean that's just like like that's just the generation right now like it's like things get tough i want it easier somewhere else i want out i think we kind of talked about this with the terrible contracts that are getting signed in the nba and people are leaving one two years into them i think it's like a correlation between that like i just believe in trying to figure things out overcome some adversity and go from there like, I, I don't know. I, I love seeing Jordan, like, losing for eight years and then not demanding a trade and figuring it out with the Bulls. Like, I, I love that. You know what I mean? Do we I, have a Jordan now? Who's the Jordan now in the NBA? Da- Let's just talk NBA Damian for Lillard. now. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard? Yeah. Yeah. He's been on Portland for a long time. And he's he never has, really asked to bring anyone in. He's had he, some decent he, dudes come and go. He has no aspirations on leaving. He has said, he's like, I'd rather spend my entire career here trying to win than to sell my team out, sell myself out, and go to uh, with another superstar and win a championship. He has said it over and over. Is there anyone? Yeah, that's super rare now. Is there anyone? Is there anyone else? I can't think of anybody, to be honest. No one that good because Nobody, you have to be of certain yeah. skill to actually have the decision to make right. a super team. Right. Good example. Uh, I'm obviously against them as well but mostly because it makes games a little bit less interesting. I mean, yeah, I do like watching a super team lose. Like when I see Brooklyn Nets games on TV now, I do watch to see if they lose because I get huge gratification in watching, especially hard, lose. 
and they did lose quite a few. Um, but I remember I did look this up and there's a quote from Charles Barkley. He said, I would rather not win than to be on a super team. Mm-hmm. And honestly, some of that is kind of true to me because winning is pretty fun, but not when you're just kind of jumping on something that you already know is going to win. It, there's no real challenge there. There's no real excitement. But then you look at like a Patrick Ewing and he's like, you know what? New York Knicks are going to win. I'm staying here. We're going to win with this team. And same with Jordan. Exactly. That doesn't really happen anymore. And then what else does he say? He said, I admire, I admire, it doesn't, what do you say? It doesn't matter what option you are. Sports are about competition. It's about competition. I admire, oh, he said Patrick Ewing too. He tried to bring a championship to New York. I admire Reggie Miller for trying to bring a championship to Indiana. I admire Jordan for not leaving when they got beat by the Pistons over and over. He didn't pack it up and say, let me play with Magic and Larry Bird and let's make a team. It's mm-hmm. so true. Same with Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. That's another example. That's another good one. That's another good one. I like that. I respect that. And the super team is kind of taking the easy way out just to get money and, or sorry, I guess just to get the win. Personally, I would rather think about the gratification of winning it on your team. It's almost like the analogy you made of Beach. Would you sign a rookie and build and win a championship? Or would you go out and sign Dak Prescott when you're probably going to win it? Bad example, which will help you kind of favored to win the Super Bowl. I wouldn't really want to create a team that's favored to win the Super Bowl. I'd like to build one that's become a favorite. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, so I agree with saying. you. I'm yeah. against the Super Team. I don't like it. It you makes are. for shitty there's no excitement you already know the top four teams in the nba are going to face in each other in the semis it's not that exciting the only thing that's made that has made it exciting is in the off season the nba off season is like better bananas it's insane it's just like all of a sudden these six superstars who just signed 10 year 300 million dollar deals they want out where are they going Lakers. who are they going milwaukee like it gives sports radio and sports podcasts and like so much material like this summer is going to be another crazy summer where's Giannis going where's he going where's he but going Giannis just signed I, he just He's signed a four-year leaving. deal last year the bucks are not winning this year they are not they're gonna have a, and then it's, the questions come where is he going next year where's he going so let me confirm going, he signed a four-year contract he signed a four-year contract last year correct mm-hmm. i think it was was it four years Thought Thought it was, was longer than that look it up akbar he got the max he got the max right he signed for the max that's why max. he did it yeah and he looks like a total loyal guy because he stayed there, but technically he did it to get the max. He has money. And he can leave anytime he wants. What's the point of a contract? It's pointless. It's extremely pointless. That goes all into our previous is, topic. It all does is <laughs> all it does is give give the player the money just just in case shit happens. That's all it does. He signed a four year, one hundred million dollar contract with the Bucks. Okay. Annual salary of 25 mil in this year, 2021. He'll earn a base of 20, 27.5. And let's see. And wow. It's 100 million guaranteed. So he's getting all of it. Doesn't matter what happens. He's getting 100 million whether he stays or goes. Oh, good thing they drew up that contract, which means nothing. <laughs> what is the point of the contract? He just signed four years, 100 million. All of it's guaranteed, $100 million guaranteed. What is the point of giving him a four-year contract and writing that up and him signing it? Him signing it means what? Nothing. 
he can leave for the Brooklyn Nets next year, correct? Yep. And they have so to long trade as Brooklyn. Him. And they have to trade him. They have to. They can't. They can't not trade him. Because then what happens? You get a disgruntled player who's showing up late to practice, who's not giving effort in games, who's talking about how the team's terrible, and they become a cancer. James and Hart. as Draymond Green said, that's not cool. Can't do that. That's why I say it's both. It's both ways. It's really both ways. He just signed a four-year contract <laughs> that literally is a day-to-day contract. And he's playing one year of that contract. But someone else is going to pay him the other $75 million. Brooklyn Nets, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I might I'm, as well throw Giannis on there. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, I, think they Giannis, might. I think Giannis is going to like, he's going like to the Warriors. He's going West. Like yeah, yeah, he's going Warriors, maybe even Clippers. Clippers, Warriors, maybe LeBron. Who knows? Who knows? By this is my way, problem. This is the problem. It, we're going to discuss it, and we're, and it's going to be a hit this summer. Like like the NBA offseason like, is way better. That should be a poll question. Is the NBA offseason better than the NBA regular season? <laughs> I, I, I don't think. Vo- <laughs> I will vote yes. <laughs> yes, it is. What is, the contra- what is the actual salary cap for NBA teams? I don't think is there a salary cap for NBA? No, teams? that's the thing. I don't think yeah, there is. I don't think there is. I think it's like baseball. You just pay a luxury tax if you go over. No, it must be. I think so. I think so. Um, it has to be. Oh no, because I saw teams creating room. That's why there's a lot of three team trades. There is a salary cap in, in the NBA, but it's apparently not <laughs> like everything in the NBA. It it just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh oh, there's luxury tax. That's why. Yeah. So it's 100 to 109 million. It's a salary cap, but same with like the Dodgers. I always think of the LA Dodgers. They're like, uh, Carey Price, you have $10 million left on your contract. Just so you have $10 million left in your salary cap. David Price costs 50. It's fine. <laughs> you said we'll David Price. That was an error number. Oh, I, David Price. I caught, I caught it on the spot, but then you said David Price. Shit. After, so, so we're good. But no, yeah, Carey Price, you don't, you don't realize Carey Price is moving to baseball. Oh, he is. Is, mm-hmm. he, is he playing mm-hmm. that bad? Because he's playing thought, catcher. He's just gonna bring out the trapper and just oh, yeah. catch. That works. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So knees. How's those knees though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess moving into retirement as a catcher from the NHL goalie. Mm-hmm. Not it's not a good way to ease down on the knees. You uh, can play cool. first base. You can play first base because it's super easy, right? Hmm. Easiest <laughs> position in the major league baseball. <laughs> not at Do, all. It's what? extremely hard. It's extremely. What's what's easier than first base? Pete, tell him. First base is not that hard. It's very hard. <laughs> exactly. And Brad Pitt's reaction when he does that, he does that, <laughs> the double take. Uh, but no, quickly, what is a harder position than first base in baseball? A harder position? Yeah. Third base, shortstop. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. What's easier? What's easier than first base? You're going to just name everything? What's harder? Yeah, I was. First base, second base, <laughs> shortstop, center field, left field. <laughs> yeah, what's an easier position than first base? DH. Yeah. <laughs> Can you There's imagine no- David Ortiz, his spent his entire career, hits a home run, goes to the bench. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's true. It is the seven innings, job. just till his next at bat. Okay, so what's the easiest position in the American League? <laughs> you mean in the, the National, National League. League? Easiest position would be the uh, bullpen catcher. 
Yeah, but you're not getting paid anything. I mean, like on the, I guess I should clarify mm. on the field. Easiest what's the position. easiest, what's the easiest they usually, on the field position in baseball? I think they, it's first base. They usually put the worst defensive outfielder in right field. I would think playing first is easier than any of those outfield positions. Cause you got to run down balls. You got to, you got to time it. You got to judge the arc of that flight. You got to be able to throw, like you have to throw home. First base in the major leagues is very, very hard. It's hard as a position. It's very yeah. hard. You have to be able yeah. to scoop. You have to be able to know where to cover. Yeah. You have to actually know how to feel the ground ball. You have to dive, but is it harder than anything else? That's out of the outfielders, infielders, catcher, yeah. pitcher. Yeah, that's tough. It's the easiest yeah. one of those, I, isn't it? I think I think so. Second base? I think second base might be the easiest. You're in the middle of the field, man. I don't know. You got to be able to also pick off guys. You got to be able to cover a little bit more ground. Yeah, no one Chuck- hits, no one hits the first base. That's that's who hits lefty grounders. Not as many. You know what though? Chuck Dalbach played second base and he couldn't throw to first. So <laughs> But could he field anything? He fielded. He just couldn't throw to first. First needs to catch. Mostly you need to catch. But actually every other position needs to catch. It's tough. Second, I think second or first. Second or first. <sighs> second. You got to be able to turn a double play. First just runs to first base and waits. But you're never turning it. It's rare that you're turning it. You think are, about when you're playing I softball, guess, Beach. Yeah. When we're all playing softball. Uh, second base. Easiest position. I think. Oh, man. I don't think you do anything at first. You just sit there and you wait for the ball. Mm. You wait for the ball to be thrown to you. You have to field a couple grounders, but not a lot of people because there's not that many lefties. That's our next poll question. Uh, but it's the same similar situation as last time. I'm not sure. It's not unique enough. No, we won't. We won't do that. It's not going to get very much attention. We'll scrap that. All right. Next okay. topic. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Just to close that out. We're both against super teams, correct? Yep. Yep. And it's funny. We didn't talk about this, but you really only see it in the NBA. Yeah. It's true. Baseball the doesn't e- do it. The Eagles tried to do it, and they had an awful season. I don't remember that with uh, with Curse, with Michael Vick, um, the cornerback from the Raiders. I'm drawing a blank on his name. It's a hard, it's a tough name. Who was and, their running back? Was he decent? No, it was their cornerback. Uh, the oh, the running back. I think it was Lashawn McCoy. Pretty sure it was. Yeah. Oh man, was he ever good with them? Yeah, he was good. Okay. With them. Yeah. Anyway, I just noticed it's only for basketball. But you're right. Yeah, it's usually basketball. Yeah. Totally. Um, all right. Next topic. I want to talk about hockey. So. Mark Mathot recently came out with some comments. I think he'd like these comments. Mm. He came out and said, the Sens will have a much better team than the Leafs in two to three years. I saw and that. It, and, and it won't even be close, is what he said. And I quote, is he right? What are your thoughts? Um, well, based on how well the Leafs are doing now, History tells me that they're not going to be that good in three years. You just can't hang on to talent for that long. It's impossible. That's why you can't repeat. That's why you can't have a dynasty. It's almost impossible because those people that you're getting for a decent deal, once they get good enough and win something for you, they are gone. Look at every championship team in every sport. They're not thinking, oh, okay, cool. I'll take a pay cut and stick around and try to win again. No, gone. More money somewhere else, gone. So I think so because Ottawa has a bunch of young talent who should be better in three years, and the Leafs are not going to look at all the same as what they are now. Think about the seat, the Sens. In 2017, we made to we made it to game seven semifinals against Pittsburgh. 
lost in double overtime. If we won East that finals. game, that was East Finals. Yeah, the East Finals. Oh, sorry, semifinals uh, uh, in Stanley Cup. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So we would have been in the Stanley Cup final. We were one goal away from the Stanley Cup final in 2017. I remember what did that mean? Game I was in Ireland. It was no. Were we at your wedding? No, that was the game. That was against Montreal. No, that was that was the that was the series against Montreal. They beat they beat Montreal and they went ahead to play Pittsburgh. And I was on my honeymoon, which was after my wedding. I disagree, Jay. You think they were playing? We were disappointed. They were playing Pittsburgh, but it wasn't Game Seven. Maybe it was an earlier game. Oh, that's right. You're right. So I got married on whatever day, and then three days later, I would have been in Ireland. So okay, we probably saw game it four. It was probably okay. like game four. Right, right. Sorry. Half so right. I was in Ireland for game seven and okay. the game started at, I want to say the game started at 1, 1230 or 1 a.m. <laughs> <Listen>, <laughs> I remember you. you on that that makeshift TV. I remember that. And wasn't there a gym? You were at the gym? Yes, I worked out. So I remember that. I needed I to stay that. awake. The game started at 1 or <laughs> 107 a.m. And I said, all the whole time, Beach, all I kept saying, listen, I had, I had just gotten to Ireland. I was jet lagged. I was exhausted. And it's 1 a.m. The game starts. I said, I need to, I need to go somewhere to stay awake. So I went to the gym. Thank God it was open 24 hours. I worked out first period. Second period starts at 2 a.m. Third period starts at 3 a.m. And in my head, I was like, this is no, 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 no. This can't be. All I wanted to do was have this end. <laughs> and of course, it goes to overtime. Overtime starts at 4 a.m. Then it goes to double overtime. So it was around 4.30 or 4.45 in the morning. And I'm on the rowing machine, literally trying to keep my eyes open. And then I can picture the goal. I was literally sitting on the row machine. And I saw that goal go in. I forget what that player was. Kind of an under-the-radar player. And anyway, long story to say that what happened the year after that? Boom. Sends. Blown up. Gone. Everybody. See you later. See you later. That was fun. I'm out of here. That's what happens. And I think that's what's going to happen to the Leafs. But the Sens are going to hopefully stay together. That's why I think they are going to be better. What do you think? I'm going to give my take on this in a second, but I want to get back to the workout. That was a long-ass workout. How long did you work out for? I worked out from 1 in the morning (laughs) until 4.45 in the morning. But, like, I know how you work out. I've seen how you work out. Like, you work pretty hard. This one was... It was Oh, no, I couldn't go full speed. Like, I was taking... I wasn't supersetting or anything. I was just, like... Buying, I did every muscle group <laughs> easily, covered everything, <laughs> treadmill for a bit, walked around a bit. Like I literally was taking little naps during the intermissions. I was just lying down on the mats. Did anyone come in and out during that period? Zero. Zero people. <laughs> well, who works out between one and four in the morning, right? Then oh, that's incredible. it. Was at it was at um downtown Dublin and it was at uh their like flagship. We got a free trip. We won this. Uh, I forget the name of the hotel, but it was a very, very big one. And I was so lucky. Monica slept the whole time. Obviously, she was like, "I'm exhausted. Oh. I can't believe you're doing this." The next day, beach was a disaster. Oh, I can't even imagine. We drove around Ireland in our rental on the wrong side of the road, and I was on two hours sleep. <laughs> Good start to the honeymoon. Okay, I have a follow-up question. Okay, so I know I know you were at Game Seven, Sens Jersey. Yeah, two thousand four. Reason Jeff Reason, right? Yep, yep. And then you had that experience in Dublin. So which I also one? had the experience where Alfie, I saw game five of the Stanley cup finals against Anaheim. Right. Where Alfie had a debatable kicked in goal. They won that game though. They did. It's the only game yeah. they won. I think they lost four, one. That was game three. Yeah. And they did win that game. And they that was would be a blowout. And that was, yeah, 
Yeah, I remember yeah. that game. So that was the only Stanley Cup final hockey game I've ever been to. So that was pretty... Okay. That's I want to go beat. back to the losses, though. I want to go back to the heartbreaks. So. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> so game seven, you're at that game. You saw you. I remember the st- story very vaguely. You're like order about to order another beer and Jeff Friesen scores in overtime. Or was it no, the, no, third period late in the third? Late it was about third. a mi- between one and two minutes left. Right. And it was Carl Rakunik and Wade Red. And I want to say with a defenseman. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Jeff Friesen was rolling up with, I want to say Patrick Eliash. I'm not entirely sure. And they crossed. And our D, I think, got a little bit confused. And it was kind of a saucer pass to Friesen. And he did kind of, a, he stuck out his stick and did a bit of a redirection. And it went over the shoulder of Laleem. And I've personally never felt a bigger heartbreak in the world of sports. Like, I'm telling you, tears came out of my eyes. <laughs> I remember that. You I was say that. very intoxicated. I don't know why I'm laughing at your sorrow. but Oh, man. you can't now. It's like 15 years later. <laughs> but I was with Dean, my brother. And we were sitting center ice, second level, many drinks deep. But the third period, we kind of stopped drinking because this was a big, big deal. Okay. okay. And that goal went in, and I've—I I, I can't remember the last time I've had such a stomach sinking feeling. It was—it was truly damage. It, it did some damage, man. It was rough. So, did you hear what happened? So, um, the whole year, Redden and uh, um, Volchenkov, right? Oh no, it was Rakunik. Rakunik. Um, they were talking English when they were communicating, and I guess at that point, Rakunik started speaking Russian. And Redden didn't understand them, and that's how they got caught up. And then Jeff Friesen scored. So you remember the goal, right? You remember yeah. they there, there was some sort of miscommunication. One person was supposed they were supposed to switch, or they didn't, or they switched when they shouldn't have, or he something said it, like that. He said it in Russian, and Redden fucking didn't miss hurt, miss didn't know what he was saying. So, so I'm got, trying to remember now: was it Volchenko or was it Rakunik? It Part was, of me. Oh no, it was it might have been. No, it was Rakunik because he was gone the next but year. But it was Redden. I feel like it was Redden. It was Redden. Either Rakunik or Volchenkov. Yeah, so that story's bullshit. I was lying about the whole Russian talk. I, was <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I totally bit on that. So really quickly, before I give my input, um, that was definitely more heartbreaking than than Dublin weight room. Sands losing in game seven. Yeah, the Jersey one hit me harder because I was, I was there. I was in the building, whereas the London one or the one in Dublin, I was like, this hurt, it hurt me for a couple of days, but I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm on my honeymoon. I don't want to watch anymore anyways. I was okay, going to miss fair. the whole finals. So that part stung, but I'd say the Jersey one was, was more painful. Yeah. Right. Okay. So to give, to give my take on this, I definitely, I agree. What was with the question again? <laughs> Sons being better than Leafs in two to three years. I definitely oh, okay, cool. think they will be. Um, the least they have to win now. The Sens do not. They can lose every game and it'll be perfectly fine. Um, so the least have to win now. And I, I, I mean, they're going to win probably their division this year, but I don't, again, I don't see them winning the Stanley Cup. I don't see them going to the Cup Finals. I just don't see it happening um, with all the talent that they have. I just don't see it happening. And then in two to three years, Tavares is going to be past his prime, a little bit older. Muzzin going to be past his prime, a little bit older. They're going to have some guys up there and they're not going to be able to afford everybody. So I agree with the thought and him saying that in two to three years, his sins are going to be better. Do I agree with him saying way better, not even close? Mm, that's questionable, but they will definitely be better in two. That's three. what he said. I, he said way better, not even close. Not even close was his quote. No. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Well, the, the Sens will be better though. They'll be yeah. they'll be better than the Leafs if Melnick, unless Melnick does something really, really stupid like trade Kachuk, trade Shabbat, trade Batherson, Batherson, trade um, Stutzla which I like Stutzla is so good. 
so, so good. Now in three years, I'm sure his contract will be up or whatever his rookie contract is. If he gets rid of him then, then that's really, really, really stupid. But again, nothing would surprise me with Melnick. I really hope he doesn't. Pending Melnick doesn't do something dumb and get rid of all this talent. Yes. Sends me better. Okay. Nice. You're up. So we're in agreement. Both of us. We're in agreement. I agree. The sends me better than the Leafs in three years. You agree? Yep. Okay. Uh, Beach, my last one is about sports jerseys. I've had enough. (laughs) No mas, man. No mas. Enough with the jerseys. Like, uh, who's playing tonight? I don't even know who that is. (laughs) No more alternate jerseys. No more third jerseys. No more fourth jerseys. No more heritage jerseys. Like, so you're NBA, st- you're, you're talking specific specifically hockey NHL no no you're, t- you're talking anything. everything well I mean baseball doesn't really do anything crazy but NBA I don't even know who's playing anymore <laughs> and then the NHL as well like I get it a third jersey fine have a home have an away have a third or an alternate whatever you want to call it now they have a retro version they have an alternate version they have an iconic version they have a whatever version I just keep it at two or three man like listen to the remember the NBA when we grew up Bulls fans. They had the whites, they had the reds, then they got the blacks. And I was like, okay, fine. Black jerseys are pretty cool, but the reds are iconic. The whites are iconic. Now, all I think about is money grab. Mm. It's a money grab. It's pure marketing point. Nike took over jerseys and they're like, you know what? Let's pump out a few more of these. Think about if you're a huge Bulls fan now, like maybe the Bulls aren't the greatest, but they do have four and you're a kid and you have their, you have this, you know, can't think of an iconic recent Bulls player that people would have jerseys of. Zach Levine? <laughs> no. Rose. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Okay. You'd have to have, what, six jerseys on your wall now? <laughs> Why? You, and have, you don't have to have six jerseys. That's well, a little, Isn't that the intention of these marketing companies is to make you buy more? What's the other reason for making these? Oh, that's a little... If you're buying more than one jersey, then you're an idiot. Like, Why so, do they make them? Why do they make them? Well, because they want to give different options. And sure, they're hoping that one idiot comes in and buys six jerseys. But <laughs> what like, do you mean by different options? Like... You know how much more work that is for the NBA to oh, orchestrate four different jersey colors? So bad for the NBA having to orchestrate four different colors. Get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously, they don't care. They don't have to do anything. They're like, yeah, here, they pass it off to whoever and they do it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Do you, you like the four? You like turning on the sports center and being like, okay, who's. Okay. Honestly, I like, I can read, I can see Brooklyn. Let's assume that's not there. Oh, okay. So we're we're talking like nonfiction. We're talking. <laughs> you mean you mean fiction? Fiction. Sorry. Um, we're talking fiction. Well, I don't want to have to look at the scoreboard to see who's playing. I'd like to look at these teams, <laughs> see the iconic jersey, and say, okay, it's the Magic playing against the Seattle SuperSonics. <laughs> see, this is where me and you like we'll agree on some things. I think we've agreed on a few topics. Do so you right? like this marketing horishness? This is where you lose me. I don't care. Okay, and that's fine. That's a, that's they, that's an angle. I don't mind that. I'm looking at Brooklyn jerseys, uh, Brooklyn Nets jerseys right now. They look they look nice. I like them. They're sleek. no, they're gonna have a different one tomorrow. I'm curious what you think of their jersey tomorrow. We'll see. And guess what? The night after that, different. <laughs> I have zero issue with it. They could wear whatever they want. Nike and Jordan are making tons of money. <laughs> they can put their swishes and their Jordan symbols on it. I like it. It's sleek. It looks good. I'm fine with it. So every jersey they've made, you've liked? You haven't? Well, no, seen there's these- been some ugly ones. Brooklyn Nets have a nasty ass jersey that I don't like. Like there's some other, there's some ugly ones, but they also still have the traditional ones, which I'm all about. 
and you only see them one quarter of the time. How do no, you feel about that? That's not true. That is not true. Beach, they have four four jerseys. Yeah. So it's they not rotate them. Yes, but they don't they don't rotate them. They're not like, okay, time to wear the whites, time to wear the reds, time to yes. wear the blacks. Time oh, to not perfect grace. rotation. Time no. to wear the whites, time to wear the reds, <laughs> time to wear they don't do that. <laughs> they do rotate them, but again, it's based on who the team they're playing. They're based, based on, on the what color they're, they're going to play. Like where, yeah. Based I'm on what fine. channel, based on, you know, if they were on Sunday night ESPN wearing these jerseys, they have to wear next time they're on Sunday ESPN, they have to wear different ones. It's all marketing. And again, I'm not a huge beef on it, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, that's enough. I, I'm starting to not recognize the teams. How, okay. Anyway. Well, you, you need to put your glasses on because I know you can't see without them and read. So when you see Golden State go from a you know a blue and gold, a blue and yellow, iconic Golden thank, State wears, then they show God. up with these what look like Tim Hardaway jerseys where mm-hmm. it says Oakland in orange and it's navy blue. You don't think okay that those what where are those from? What what are those? Where did those come from? I I'm just really grateful that ESPN and like um, this is going to be a dickhead comment. TNT. I can tell. I can no no so, no. no. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, uh, sports net when they have Raptors games, mm-hmm. TSN, I'm just mm-hmm. very grateful that they put the scoreboard at the bottom. So we otherwise that the teams, cause otherwise I wouldn't be able to tell Steph Curry or LeBron James or, uh, Giannis or, or whoever else is playing. Yeah. Barrett. I can't tell. You know what? I wouldn't be able sometimes, to sometimes, sometimes those guys sit on the bench mm. and I'm telling you, if the backup squad is on for Milwaukee, you may not recognize Milwaukee right away in their heritage Jersey. Then be honest. I, th- I think you need to watch more sports. That is, <laughs> that is my, and same for hockey, same for hockey. Is, like when the Leafs that first whole, presented that's this goes into that whole, like tennis players wanting more money and stuff. This is the same. This is the same thing. I don't want, want tennis money. players to make more money. No, you want to make more money. Train harder. Better. better. Jonathan, do you want to be able to tell what jerseys? Watch more sports and read the fucking scoreboard. Think it's about someone that. who's not a sports fan. You're oh. trying to train them. You're trying to teach them. Like, look at, look at Nat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Oh, that's the Edmonton Oilers. Sorry. That's Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, cool. Mm. Blue and white. Got it. And then three nights later, you're like, oh, who are you watching? So Toronto Maple Leafs. What are they going to, what is she going to say? That's she not does them. Not care. Who's she that? Care. She doesn't care. I'm talking about sports people, people who aren't sports people who are trying to learn. Okay. Changing anyway. Too many jerseys. Forward. I think too many jerseys. You don't think too many jerseys. Agree. Agreed. Okay. Next. <laughs> it doesn't bother me in any way. It's just. It's just. Uh, it's just something I was raising. Like, are you noticing that there's a more and more there's popping a lot. up? There's a lot for sure. I'm gonna stop with the assholes. I'm sorry. No, it's asshole. okay to take the other side, man. I, <laughs> no, I'm not necessarily against it. I'm just saying. I, I don't think I'm I sorry. need to see in all the jerseys. Me, let, let me finish. I apologize for absolutely fucking nothing. I'm just going to get mad at you for getting too hot on that mic, by the way. Yeah, I know. I can see it jumping. It's, it's, well, at least jumping. you recorded yours. <laughs> <laughs> How long did we go before you didn't record yours? Whatever the first segment of 10 minutes. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Next topic going to Drew Brees. Retire no. officially. Ugh. Okay, officially. Cares. Retired yesterday. Retired uh, like three months ago when they lost. Did you see how he retired, Jay? The four kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I want to get your thoughts on that first. That's not where Loved I'm it. going with this. Yeah. Loved awesome. it. Okay. Loved it. Instagram, you're cool with it? Yeah. Is that where he put it? Is that where he put the kids video? Yeah. 
That's his only way to reach everybody, I guess. Okay, cool. And then he had like a heartfelt like message to to the city of New Orleans. He's a man. Um, what's that? He's the best. He's the best. He's, He's a model awesome. athlete. We talked about leaders, man. He's pretty awesome. That's he a good example the ball of one. A little bit with the whole standing for the anthem and stuff. He dropped. Yeah, the ball, he made a mistake there. He made the he, mistake. He there. recovered. He recovered. He recovered. People forgot um, quickly, just like Justin Thomas. <laughs> just yeah, seriously, eh? He um, says F and F and. Three months later, he wins the championship, and he's the greatest human on the planet. <laughs> That's how it works. People man. have quick memories, very short memories on these people, man. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. Let's what not. did he do? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so, what I want to know is, what is he going to be remembered for? Is he going to be remembered for all the records he's broken, or is he going to be remembered for the fact that he's only won one Super Bowl in his entire career? Yeah, he had a pretty good. He had good teams too. Like he should have won more than one. Um, now he'll be remembered, I think, for winning. I, I don't, when I think of him, I think of just yardage. I think the first thing that comes to my head is yards. Pro like rip, he, pro, what is, what's the word? Yardage. He, yardage. I mean, I'm trying to think of the running backs he had during his tenure, but nothing is standing out right away. I think he had like, I mean, before he went to Atlanta, who did he have there in the last, like a few years ago? Before Gurley. No, yeah. was it Gurley? No. Who was the monster he had two or three years ago? He had Deuce McAllister. He oh, had he had Ingram. Ingram Reggie maybe Bush. was one of his. Ingram. Reggie. Yeah. Okay. So he had Ingram who was pretty solid. Then he had Reggie Bush before that. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But I still think of him as like, as, as a yard, as a, a long bombing quarterback. He was known to throw a lot of, like his yardage was always in the three hundreds. It felt like that's yeah. how I remember him. He threw for 50,000 yards, like four times, something ridiculous. So that's how I remember him is a very reliable quarterback who was pretty well behaved his entire career. And he just threw bombs. That's how I remember him. Okay. Why? What do you think? Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm, well, you, think, I'm sensing something interesting here. Like you're, yeah, I, I, I feel like he's going to be, unfortunately, as, as amazing of a career he's had, I feel like, he's going to be remembered for only winning one Super Bowl. Like he had some very, very good teams, very good teams. He's also had some very <laughs> unlucky breaks and moments. And I'll bring up like Minnesota, that weird tackle on Stefan Diggs that never occurred. So I have, a, I, I've watched that so many times. <laughs> like, I wonder if that guy got paid to dodge that tackle. A lot of you people don't go that as well. You don't go like I've watched enough safety. Was he a safety or was he a corner? He was a ugh, fuck. I, I'm going to say corner, but he might've been playing. They might've been playing three deep on that. So he might've been a safety. Okay. So here's my thought. It's either, it's one of two things. And it's probably the second one. One, he was paid to, he had money on the game for them to lose. Unlikely, but a theory. So two true. is he was worried about getting a penalty. He was worried about getting a penalty of hitting the receiver before he got, before he got the ball. Maybe. Cause he was going to get there. Before Diggs grabbed it, I so he dodged the, the tackle. Jesus, yeah, but at the time, maybe he thought, you know, in the heat of the moment, he's like, you know what, I don't want to risk getting a penalty. He's probably going to drop it. So that was yeah. fucked up. And then, and yeah, and then the unfortunate. But who no, would they have? Sorry, Beach. Who would they have played no. in the Super Bowl if they made, if they made that catch? Who are they going to play oh, in the Super Bowl again? Fuck, it wasn't. I forget, Super but Bowl. it was. Uh, was that to make it to like the championship, the conference Vikings. championships? Yeah, to go to the conference championships. The Vikings played. Oh, sorry. The um, yeah, the Vikings played the Niners, I think, and got destroyed. 
Yeah, and then the Niners went to the Super Bowl and they lost. Yeah. So I mean, like there's that. nothing not to say that Breeze would have won a Super Bowl. He probably would have lost the Niners as well. You never know. The Niners were good. Niners were good. And still are good. They just fucking got destroyed with injuries and COVID this year. Um and turf. And then they had to play against the Rams, the no pass interference call. Do you remember that? Blatant pass interference. I don't who the oh yes <laughs> right in front of the ref shoved out of bounds ball Ugh, and they showed the replay has the ref in the in the actual oh, shot the ref right is there. watching it's just shit that's right was that was that not the same year as the Stefan Diggs catch no <laughs> back to back years back oh back my years. goodness yeah good memory so Roger Federer as we talked about he made it past his first round but he ended up losing the next day. And he's also taking the next tournament off. So Federer's return is slightly delayed, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, it was weird. His I saw like a, a a post or something. He's like, you know, thanks for all the support. It was great to be back. Um, I won't be playing for the next while, um, but definitely felt good out there. I was like, what is he like? So he lost the next day in a three set. He had a match point and he blew it and he lost in three sets. Uh, and the person he lost to ended up winning the whole thing. Okay. And then now the winner, Bashevili, is going to jail for three years. He's likely to be sentenced to jail for three years for domestic violence. Holy shit. Side story. Um, and the other thing I wanted to broach was, uh, I forget the other thing I wanted to bring up, but anyway, the most importantly is the tennis thing. Yeah, he skipped the next tournament. So he goes, okay, I'm obviously not where I need to be. He's taking a step back and he's not going to be uh, taking part in the, I think there's like a Dubai or some other 250, not important tournament that he's not going to play in. But yeah, he's not going to win another major, unfortunately, which is really sad. You don't sad. think so? No, that's no, it for so. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's good to see him back on the court, though. Yeah, it's brief. Very, very brief. Did he win? Did he win anything? Did he win a match? He won his first game back, and okay, then he lost. Sweet. First total match? Like, one as he won. He won a three-setter on his first game okay. back after okay. a year and a half or a year and a bit. And okay. then he lost the next one in three sets. To and a he's fucking like, hey, asshole. To a fucking dickhead. There's a lot of bad tennis players, man. There's two others on tour who are currently under investigation for domestic violence. Mm. And yet they just keep playing and people cheer for them. Oh, wow. Um, Justin think, Thomas winning. How do you feel yeah, about that? I, I, I like he, he's actually a good dude and I feel really good for him. He's had a rough go like this, you know, him, you know, saying that gay slur has really taken a toll on him. He said it's, it's, it's affecting to the point where, he was talking about it. He said it's affecting him to the point where he's he's getting help for it and he just feels like he's just so disappointed in himself and he just hasn't been able to focus on golf. And then um, shortly after that, he actually lost his grandfather as well. So, there Oh, a- yeah. They asked him about that, which, again, I don't like that. Maybe that's a topic, Beach, because people yeah. prod, man. Media prods. Media wants tears. I don't like that. They, yeah, they want to see that stuff. They want to see that raw emotion, but... I mean, they brought it up and he got choked up about it because he comes from a golf family. His, his grandfather was a golfer. His dad was, was, a, was a golfer and a golf instructor. And, you know, they like apparently would go to all his matches. So and they're a super close knit family. So that that definitely took a toll on Thomas. So you saw the emotions come out yesterday. Definitely feel good for him about winning. It's good to see him on top of his game. Yeah, did you see that drive that he had on one of the holes where they show the tracker where it goes like he does essentially goes around the water yeah. he makes his ball do an almost 40 degree turn that's <laughs> i thought that another... was going in the water it looked like it was going in the water he got lucky bounce i thought he shanked it completely but yeah watching the uh, watching the pga championships was very exciting uh you mean the players yeah what did i say 
the PGA Championship. Is that not what it used to be called, the PGA Championships? No, it's very. The players should be a major, but it's not. No, it's not. It's the, they, it's the fifth treated, major. Yeah, they treat it like a major. Um, but yeah, no, it's not the PGA Championship. It's never been called the PGA Championships. No, it's always been the players. I'm looking it up right now. You're incorrect. Trust me. May twentieth to twenty third, the PGA Championships. Oh, so that the PGA Championship does exist, but that wasn't it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. I confused it with the other one. Um, we're at, are we past an hour, Beach? We're well past an hour, but don't don't feel bad, Jay, because I I called it like the I called the Tour Championship last year a major. I was like, man, I can't believe Tiger or not last year, the year before when he won it. I was like, man, I can't believe Tiger came back and won a major. And my buddy <laughs> Jay, and my my buddy Jay had to. He's like, no, no, he he didn't win a major. He's like, he won the Tour Championship. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so don't worry, don't feel bad. It was nice to see golf and hole number 17, the Island green constantly entertaining, man. Constantly waters, water, like balls in the water. Like <laughs> one guy shanked it so yes. sideways yes. and he laughed. Yeah, like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> he dropped his club. So man, that's good. Makes I just feel... like, I love seeing that. Cause I'm like, man, like that is what, like I have a chance. You know what it means? Yeah. It means that you are as good as they are, is what that means. <laughs> it does not mean that at all. Not even close. But I do love it when they're searching for the ball in the woods and stuff. It does make me feel a lot better. And then, like, did you see <laughs> Did you see Bryson, like, just totally chunk his tee shot, like, 110 yards? I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, it was a dick out. It was technically a dick out. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk of whether he should have actually played the rest uh, of his role with his pants down. Are you, five, of, are you a fan of his? World. Are you a fan of his? He's a bit much, but he's really good. He's really good. I think he just hits far. He's a nerd, eh? He thinks he can live till he's a, like 138 years old based on what he eats and puts in his body. He's a huge nerd. He doesn't look healthy. <laughs> he put on like 40 pounds of muscle in like four days. I don't understand. And he's, you're telling me that's healthy? That's what your body wants? <laughs> yeah, I know what my body wants. I'm just going to eat pork and beef and chicken and that's it but listen he can play he's changing the game yeah he, he i'll wait up, i'll wait fucked, a year he fucked up rory's swing big time <laughs> did you hear about this no okay so rory's went in and like the uh, press conference talked about and they're like because rory's played like shit this weekend didn't even make the cut and uh he's like they're like you know what's been going on and he's just like well he's like you know ever since bryson won the u.s open I've been putting a huge focus on my speed, on my swing. And he's just like, and, you know, I think while doing that, I've increased my speed. I'm hitting the ball further. However, it's just, it's all over the place. So he's like, I got, I definitely have some work to do and, and, and whatnot. So you're seeing like a theme going on. Like yeah, it's called a flash in the pan. I actually think Bryson's going to be off the radar in a year. Personally, Are you insane. No, he's not. No, Jay. No, that swing power that can't that your body can't handle that for that long. Look at what happened to Tiger, man. He swung like a champ, and look what happened. Yeah, he's one of the greatest ever, but he, he was, also, that's not because he hit hard. It was because he was skilled. Yeah. Bryson is a he crushes the ball, and that your body cannot withstand that for that long. You know that know, beach. Man. No, I I hear what you're saying, but Tiger also had a ton of other issues going on, injury wise. Like, well, no, he was just, he was changing his swing. He was doing a whole bunch of different. What do you shit. think Bryson's going to have to do soon? Yeah, he might. He's, he's pretty like, he's pretty, he's an innovator. So he'll probably switch some things up and courses will change. People will catch on. Like I said, look at um, my analogy I made, like why drive it 380 and ship for 80 
as opposed to driving 300 and chip for 120. If that, I don't think that math adds up, but <laughs> sometimes there's no benefit because it doesn't to hitting. make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's no benefit to hitting that far. He does it for show, in my personal opinion. What? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, going over the water three, three rounds out of four, you don't have to do that. Man, you put it's so much easier using your, your pitching wedge or gap wedge or sand wedge. These guys are stupid. They hit their sand wedge like 120. Is it really um, easier for a pro to hit your pitching versus a seven? Is yes. it really? Yes. You don't think they can get it closer with a seven, as close with a seven as they can with a pitch? I'm not saying they can't, but it's easier. And especially, I'm, with the, I'm curious. I'm curious dude, about that. I don't know. We'll get Greg on here eventually. But like, man, you are dealing with insane greens. They deal with shit that we don't even see. Insane greens, insane fairways that are like fucking mountains. Like it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. I'd like to know. I'd like to know that. I mean, like how much of an advantage are you at? being at 120 versus at 160 as a okay. pro. So 120, okay. So 120 is 160. I would say that's a decent advantage. I would say that's a decent. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice to hear from someone more experienced in golf, for sure. Are you saying I'm not experienced enough? Correct. Okay. Because I agree. How many rounds did you play last year? <laughs> <laughs> you saw me every single time I played. I think we did two. I think we played about three. Three or four rounds. You were running in each time late yeah. or right on time. But I made it for the first tee, which is pretty impressive. Mm, mm. Um, every time I was holding a golf club last year, you were next to me. <laughs> Just to true. give you an idea. I think maybe I one time was it. No, I didn't play without you and Bowie. Parents? I think you played with your parents once. Or did you cancel? I think you canceled your back or your neck or something. Oh, you're right. Fuck, how do you know that? I did cancel because of injury. Wow. Um, Beach, I can talk forever, but we won't. So I wanted to say thanks to everyone for joining, listening, and being interactive on our social media, which has really been awesome. Love the comments. Um, hopefully you enjoy seeing the clips that we post. And Beach, I'll let you sign us off, my friend. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Check out our social media page if you haven't um, on Instagram, at UnscriptedPB, and on Twitter as well, at UnscriptedPD. You said PD? I said PD. I meant PB, at Unscripted. PB. I'm having issues talking today. I don't know what's going on. Black Lives Matter. Don't forget it. See you next week. Peace out. Peace out.